Your exile. Early season top 10 matchup for the Iowa women's basketball team tonight. They face number eight, Virginia Tech, in the Allied tip-off in Charlotte, North Carolina. The Iowa State men's team in action on their home court tonight. They host Lindenwood, who's coming off a loss to Nebraska. Week 10 of the NFL season kicks off with the Bears hosting the Panthers. Tyson Bajant to start at quarterback again for the Bears as Justin Fields remains out with a thumb injury. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win from the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Thursday Bubba's boneless wings are half price. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Momentarily, Mike Palm from Circus Sports, the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, coming up. We'll give four of you an opportunity to win some grub from our friends at the Chicken Coop. Trent's Plays of the Day, Circus Sports sponsor those uh, at about oh, 10 minutes or so before the top of the hour. Let's head to Vegas. Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. I opened up my Twitter feed this morning. Mike Palm is all over it. Uh, for, uh, I guess, your work on VEASAN this morning, Mike. Oh, I just told Mike that I was going to bring that up to him. Listen to it this morning. Very and, well received. Yeah, brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, I knew the story. I'm glad that the, uh, the country's starting to learn the story. Well done, Mike Palm. So, uh, Kenny and, and Trent, good morning. Um, it's amazing how many people didn't know that yeah. story. Yep. I thought it, there would be crossover even amongst non-horse racing fans, but really, no. Um, so it. it I mean, it's a fairy tale story, and you, know, you, could, you, yep. you could do a two-hour movie on it. And I had three and a half minutes to to, to get it out, and I, I did the best that I could. Um, but uh, there's a lot of lessons there, and maybe it's some inspiration for some people who are having a hard time. Yeah, no doubt, uh, uh, unbelievable the way it fl- unfolded at Santa Anita, and then the flight back home to Kentucky. Very sad, but uh, you know, on one hand, that tells me just how much trouble the sport that I love is in because it didn't cross over because it is a big story and it's Cody's wish if those of you are interested uh, if you want to Google it Mike did a very nice uh, recap of it and like you said in three and a half minutes Uh, let's kind of recap um, your stay in Chicago what did you think of A being on the rooftop sitting through the Hawkeyes in person I know you watch them most weeks on one of the multiple screens I think you're at the D on Saturday uh, watching college football but uh, Chicago was a blast glad I got to spend some time with you on Friday how did Saturday Saturday go. What a beautiful setting. Um, you know, we were very fortunate. We got to go to the DraftKings uh, bar there, connected to Wrigley, and hang out for a couple hours before the game uh, for Rick's and Wild Rose's connection with DraftKings. Very well done. Uh, no, you know, it's not a sports betting place. They don't try to get you to download the app or anything like that, but it's a, a very well done bar and grill. Uh, and then, you know, what a setting there in the rooftop and, you know, 95% Iowa folks and uh, really a beautiful afternoon. But, I mean, boy, it's hard to watch. And that offense just, I mean, they got three 15-yard defensive penalties against Northwestern and, and had no points from it. And just they get to the 35 and they cannot move forward. And it's pretty amazing. It's really pretty amazing they can't run the ball more effectively either against a, an undersized defensive line like Northwestern. So. I mean, you know, obviously I told you I bet all over as much as I could, and, and I thought maybe there was a miracle when Northwestern tied it with two minutes to go, but it, 
was it to be? And the, the kid should have made the first 53-yard field goal. He had plenty of distance, just hit the upright, uh, nailed it at the wire to win it. I was hoping they would carry Brian Ferentz off on their shoulders <laughs> and then keep going, keep going and dump him somewhere. But uh, it, it was a it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and uh, you know I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was a great time, Mike, and enjoyed our weekend hanging out together. One thing that we talked about off-air that I think could be really good for listeners, I, I've been talking about it from – our side, the handicapping side. You guys as bookmakers, these Iowa totals. You told us last week that you guys knew you'd get some pub for putting it out at 28.5, and, and, and sure enough, that happened. You get under that 30 threshold. Here they are this week, but there's a handicapper, Kenny White. He has his projected total for the Iowa-Nebraska game at 24.5, and, and that feels too high. I mean, from your guys' bookmaking perspective, knowing that you're going to be inundated, likely with Sharps, hitting that over, how do you do it? And is your model broken because of the Iowa Hawkeye ineptitude offensively? Well, it's tough because, you know, it's uh, the total ineptitude and then a decent defense. Mm-hmm. That Nebraska game is interesting, the, the Black Friday, because, you know, weather may play a factor there. Sure. Um, depending on the result this week, obviously, Iowa controls their destiny for the Big Ten West. Um, but, yeah, it's got to be lower than this week, and this week's 28-and-a-half, and we're not getting the over money. So, mm. Um, I lean Rutgers a little bit in this spot, Same. but there's, there's two things that have kept me from, from playing it. I mean, that's a tough loss when you lead Ohio state at halftime, but then there's also the statistic of teams. You know, you say after they play the 49ers, the next week teams were three and 14 against the spread last year. When you, when you played in the last two years, when you play Ohio state or Georgia, the last one and two third season. Teams, some ridiculous number, like 3 and 30-something or whatever. I mean, it's just ludicrous how bad teams are after they play Ohio State or Georgia. So that's obviously the situation with Rutgers there. I mean, I'm not pulling for Iowa. Love to see them play Michigan in the Big Ten title game. They're going to catch 26 or 27. Their team total will be 6.5, and, and it'll be a train wreck. <laughs> uh, let's do Iowa State. They're on the road, BYU, trying to get that elusive six win and bowl eligibility. They're an eight-point favorite. It's been fluctuating a little bit. Some seven and a halfs out there. You guys are at eight. Are you seeing much play on this game, uh, Mike? Uh, a little bit. Um, I think we might get some dog action as we get towards the weekend. You know, I'm going to play Kansas this week because that, to me, was a very impressive victory. After winning your Super Bowl against Oklahoma, four on the goalpost in the river, then to go to Jack Trice at night mm-hmm. and go wire to wire against Iowa State, that's a decent defensive team. I was impressed with Kansas. You know, Iowa State would have controlled their destiny there, and you would have had one loss along with Oklahoma State, and you beat Oklahoma State. Of course, I know Texas still looms, but disappointing to me. I thought Campbell could really rally something out of the season. Now they got to get the bowl eligibility. I think this BYU team is pretty fraudulent. Um, we saw it against West Virginia. When you look at the advanced metrics on this team, they're not very good. But going to Provo for the first time is a whole animal in itself. One big monster matchup. You mentioned Michigan a little bit earlier. You can take any angle you want in this Penn State-Michigan game, and you can come up with a really good favor, uh, theory about what either side is going to win or cover. Where are you with this game, and what are you guys seeing betting-wise? I, I it feels like this is be one that I, I could be talked into either side. Yeah, we're seeing a little bit Penn State. Okay. Um, you know the 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 number was six. It's come down five and a half, five four and a half. Um, 
Maybe we'll get some buyback on Michigan. I mean, I, all the angles you want to take, isn't it just about small games, James Franklin? I mean, the guy just doesn't win these games. <laughs> top 10, top 5, the numbers don't lie. Uh, so I know some sharp guys that took Penn State. I took Penn State in the points at Ohio State. I was very disappointed. I mean, Franklin would not throw the ball unless he was in plus territory. Is he going to treat it differently at home? I don't know. I know the knock on Michigan is, well, they haven't played anybody. People keep telling me their best wins over Rutgers. I think their best wins over UNLV, to be honest. Might be. And meanwhile, UNLV could sneak into the to, to the Mountain West title game. It's amazing. They host Utah, uh, I mean, Wyoming here tomorrow night. I'm going to try to get to that game if I can. Um, it, it, you know, they have to go to Colorado Springs next week, obviously. But now you're just coming off an Air Force team that got beat by Army. Yeah. So who knows? And Fresno's. Uh, I mean, every, all the actions on San Jose with Fresno this week, and that game was Fresno three, and now down to a pick. It's a wild finish here in the Mountain West. But I lean, I lean Michigan here. You'll never get me on Penn State in this spot. Um, it's either Michigan or Pass. Uh, Mike, because I'm preparing for our picks tomorrow with Trent and I. Can you talk me out of taking the Jets on Sunday night? <laughs> it's Aiden O'Connell no. for the Raiders. No, no. The Jets have the, one of the best defenses in the NFL. I know they can't score worth the down, but they're going to no. beat the Raiders, aren't they? The Raiders aren't going to score. Um, and let me tell you, there's 20 times more Jets fans in town this weekend than there were Giants fans. The hotel rates are three times higher. Mm-hmm. We have 150 RSVPs for the cocktail that we do at, at, at the overhang bar on the second floor for, for fan bases of, of opposing teams. We do every Friday. Uh, when, a, when the Raiders are home, we used to get 50 to 75 people. We might have 200 people. Jeez. This will be a road game for the Raiders. I know they're feeling good. They made the changes. They beat a Giants team that was is literally offering nothing the rest of the year. Um, so I think this is going to be tough for the Raiders. I like the game under 36, and I also like the Jets in this spot. NFL Week 10 starts tonight with the stinker of all stinkers, Carolina-Chicago. You guys currently have three and a half. I did see a three or two pop after the Justin Fields news yesterday, which is funny that Justin Fields not playing actually moved to Carolina's way. But that aside, you guys sit at three and a half. I'm a Bears fan. I think they're a lot better in Carolina. They have like 25 guys the Panthers do on the injury list. But how can you lay more in a field goal with this Bears team? Well, I said that, and I also said, how do you lay three with Denver at at Chicago? I mean, that game ended up being a push. But it's interesting because the sample on Badgett is small. Um, It's different road to home, obviously. I just think Carolina's a very – they've only covered one game. Hmm. One covered one game. I mean, they were awful again. Colts are no good. They had two pick sixes. This is a really, really bad team. Um, I like the Bears to win. Not interested in betting it. Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. Good stuff, Mike Palm. We will. Uh, I'll talk with you uh, tomorrow. Again, had a wonderful time with you and the crew out there in Chicago last weekend and uh, look forward to doing it again. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Mike Palm. Say, say hello to Paul Allen for me. You got it. We'll do. He's on deck. Take care, buddy. Paul Allen. Next, right now, is Mike Palm, the voice uh, of Circa. In a lot of ways, Circa Sports, Vice President of Operations uh, with Circa. Let's get Paul Allen, the voice of the Minnesota Vikings, in here. PA, Trent and Ken, thanks for finding a few minutes for us. How are you, Paul Allen? I'm doing great, man. Where the hell have you guys been? I mean, I, we, I know I know TC, I know Trent's favorite team is the Chicago Bears. And when we left uh, the Windy City with the money, I mean, we couldn't find Trent with a circle. Like, where the hell have you guys been? <laughs> well, we thought, you know, here where we are, we got the four regional teams. We got the Chiefs, the Bears, the Packers, and the Vikings. And when a team starts to struggle, like my Bears, 
we kind of throw them to the back seat. We don't get around. And we thought we were trending that way with the Vikings. This turnaround has been absolutely remarkable. Obviously, the Kirk Cousins story has been a big one. But what this team has done defensively since, what, week four? Almost unthinkable. Well, and the the timely nature of it, you know, where like uh, Darren Hall, the BYU rookie, comes in at Lambeau, mm-hmm. and then Preston Smith um, executes a strip sack. So Green Bay still has a chip chair and chance, and they're at the 15. Well, they go backwards, and then they go for an fourth down, and they miss it. So basically the game's over. You know, then we're at Atlanta, and this cat named Lorenzo Carter picks up a fumble, heads down to the one, and, and Flores defense just stonewalls them and they go backwards and they settle for a young way coup field goal. So it's uh it it you know with Jefferson down, four and without JJ and um the defense becoming the identity of the situation was needed and it's been quite good. Can you uh, kind of sum up what the locker room was like? The Green Bay locker room in victory uh, that you did win, although you lost Kirk Cousins, and then the improbability of Josh Dobbs doing what he did. Talk about a different locker room. I'm guessing it had to be night and day from the Green Bay locker room to the Atlanta locker room. Wonderful question, um, because I, I've never been asked that, and, and really it's the first time I've thought of it that way, and it was morbid. I mean, the, the locker room after winning the game at Lambeau Field generally – is of the celebratory variety, but after I get done with my duties, I get down there, and the first guy I see is KOC, Kevin O'Connell, the head coach. And, you know, Kevin is good at staying even-keeled, and he's good at making sure he is not giving the appearance of being down to bring other people down. But it's just getting to know him as well as I have now over a year and change. I just knew that he was down, so it made me down. And they got food in the locker rooms, so then I think I might have, emotionally eaten six Uncrustables uh, <laughs> after recognizing Cousins had an Achilles. He's going lights out. I mean, he's never played better. Yep. O'Connell is sad. And these Uncrustables right next to me look mighty enticing, so I eat six. Six <laughs> Uncrustables for Paul Allen. PA, the Josh Dobbs story coming in, not knowing some of his teammates' names, that they have to practice on the sideline his cadence in five different cadences. I mean, this is stuff of a movie script that you'd be laughed out of the room if you put that thing down because it just doesn't happen in football. Yet here we are. Take us into last week and the Dobbs story. But Trent, I mean, we've had three of those in the twenty-seven. Kevin O'Connell has coached the team. Yeah, you know, and and I mean, it's seriously, it's like what they were down thirty-three-zero at halftime and actually came back and won the game. What Josh Allen did what at the goal line for them to have a chance to win the game? Buffalo last year, yep. and then now this. So. You know, we, we, Kevin, you know, under Kevin's leadership, there have been a lot of close games. There have been a lot of dramatic finishes. And there have been three Vikings slash NFL immortality type games. And this was the most recent one. And, you know, when, when Dobbs came in, first and foremost for me is I had worked so much during the course of the week talking about Jaron Hall that I kept calling him Josh, Josh Hobbs, you know, because of, because of the Hall and the Hobbs uh-huh. and the Jaron and the Josh. So once I got past the Hobbs part of it um, and then settled into it, it, it when, when he ran down the sideline and Cam Akers destroyed a defensive lineman for Atlanta, that got all of us in the box box out of our seats. Uh, we, and that really intensified the energy, not only of the game, but of the broadcast. So that kind of really pulled me in from an engagement standpoint because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I just, I mean, it was all going so fast. And now all of a sudden, well, Jaron's gone. What? He's not coming back? 
you know, so then you, you, I, you know, I had a little limpo ready for Dobbs, but you know, not enough to carry three and a half quarters of a game. And uh, so therefore now we're fire getting that stuff going. And, and, you know, really in all the games that I've called all the way back to Dante Culpepper, if we just don't see quarterbacks run that way in games wearing white, purple, and gold. <laughs> right. So therefore that caught me off guard and, you know, I'm jumping out of my seat. I'm hitting my knee on the bottom of the table. I'm, I'm flying out so fast. I'm eating Uncrustables. I'm making fun of Kenny's Broncos and uh, Trent's Bears and just watching Josh Dobbs become NFC Offensive Player of the Week. And it took a phone call or a text, rather, from your son to get the name right, I saw. Which yeah, was pretty- boy, he got into me, too, because my son, <laughs> uh, he, he'll FaceTime me during games uh, during, because he listens to the games. And 23-year-old Derek Allen FaceTimed me and said, Dad, his bleeping last name is Dobbs, not Hobbs. I'm like, thank you, buddy. I'm sorry. Um, I want to ask about Cam Bynum because every time I watch this Vikings, which is every week, uh, I, I keep thinking he's getting better and better and better. Uh, am I mistaken? Play well, steady. See, the thing about Cam is he's steady. Now, he should have about three or four interceptions this year, so that's something on which he needs to work. But this just plays into the nuance and the and – the, quirky nature of the way Brian Flores wants this defense run where you need steady guys, but then you have guys like Josh Metellus who plays nickel corner uh, inside and outside linebacker strong and free safety. So he's kind of a wild card in this Swiss army knife type thing. But through all of that with Cam Bynum, uh, along with Harrison Smith and Jordan Hicks, you have three guys who have been super steady and um, so Cameron's done a wonderful job with his career. I want to go back to, to just the Josh Dobbs part of the story that I think maybe he's getting not, not the play that it deserves. Kevin O'Connell had to help him out uh, in his ear throughout that game. And I'm, and I'm guessing that, you know, he's going out of his way to stay out of the story because he wants Dobbs to get all the credit. After all, he's the one not making plays. But what was KOC's impact in his ear during that football game? Well, it was massive. I mean, it was massive because I don't know how play calls go. But legitimately, it's like, okay, uh, East 494.5, West 78th Street, Buffalo, heaven on three. All right? And then the quarterback then gives it to the team. All right? Well, I mean, Kevin was like laying out the play, and then he was like, Powell's going to be slot right. He's running the shallow cross. Addison is running the nine, and, and Trent Condon is running the skinny post. But see, like before he could get post out, it'd be like skinny post because it cut out at 15 seconds. So they had to deal with a lot of that. One thing that I really liked uh, what O'Connell said Monday at his press conference after the victory was was he said, you know, I wanted to make sure repeatedly that I'm not wrecking the huddle, that I'm not talking so much that it's ruining what's happening inside the huddle. And and what's big about that is because there are just so many people in the world and so many people in the image-conscious NFL who are like, I don't give a bleep what's happening in the huddle. Here's how it's going to work. But O'Connell, with vulnerability and, and, you know, kind of submitting to the moment, is like, look, we're going to do it this way unless it's jacking you up in the huddle. I just thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derisaw, uh, Hawkinson, and Osborne from the offense. What's the likelihood of those three, P? I know Derisaw didn't play last week. Yeah, Christian Christian was a late scratch, kind of put the team in a weird spot with Questenberry. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, I'm not sure on Christian. Um, yeah, I, I bet Christian plays. Hawkinson, tough as nails, ma'am. Iowa Hawkeye, right? Tough as nails. He, uh, he, he had some problems early in the season dropping passes. 
but now he's not dropping them. He's going Mark Bavaro on plays mm. and dragging players. And he won the Green Bay game by shaking the tackle and getting the first down. So uh, TJ's on fire right now. Who was the other one? Osborne. Uh, you know, Jefferson's oh, probably not going to play, right? Yeah, with, uh, with with KJ and with Jaron Hall, it's just you know it's just too early to guess. Um, and with JJ, I wouldn't bet on this week. And and when it comes to the next one, that's that Kenny's team, Denver. It's a night game. You know, really, the last thing you want to do is put a bad hamstring out when it's like thirty or forty degrees. Mm-hmm. So, got to check the weather on that one. Uh, but um, but the the Vikings are going to face a um, a team this week that's tricky. Uh, it's a tricky team. It's a beatable team. We're better than them, specifically when the Vikings have their full array of uh, talent. Uh, but I do believe we'll win this weekend. And if they can get by Derek Carr, that's the best quarterback they have left through Vegas. Because then you get you get Russell, and then you get Bajan or Fields, and then you get um, whomever's playing the position for the Raiders. So Carr's the best of all of them. If they get by this one, they're going to win eight in a row. Uh, last thing for me, I'll let uh, Trent finish up with you. Jordan Addison, obviously I think he's really stepped up in the, with JJL. PA, he made a catch uh, uh, in that Atlanta game uh, that was Jefferson-like, if you will, on the sidelines. I'm sure you remember the play. Boy, he's taken some big steps. Well, the, the serendipity of not having Justin is that Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, Brandon Powell, Cam Akers before he got hurt, is they all are doing things that they otherwise might not get a chance to do. So therefore, when J.J. comes back and draws all the attention, uh, those the, the aforementioned three should be uh, no worse for the wear and certainly better uh, than they were before Justin left. But how about this, man? I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, I, I'm not going to say we have Jalen Hurts, okay? We, we don't have Jalen Hurts. But we have a passing quarterback who legitimately can run. So Dobbs and Hurts are in the same fishbowl, man, but they're just under different rocks. And O'Connell's never had this. But you know what? Dobbs has never had an offensive-minded head coach who calls plays and is super clever at crafting things. So when you get Jefferson back with Addison and Hawkinson and Brandon Powell and the rest of the gang, and, and you run this quarterback a little bit, the doubles, they're not going to be able to double Jefferson. Mark my words. They're not going to be able to full-time double Justin Jefferson and if Dobbs can get this thing deep to JJ, and if well, that 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 might make for a quirky offseason. Final thing for me, and off the Viking path, yes, PA does more than just the Vikings as he's up there doing his radio show up in Minneapolis, and it deals with Dick Bremer. Dick Bremer is the voice of my youth, my life. Uh, he started broadcasting his career calling Iowa basketball games back in the 80s and before he made his way up to Minneapolis. He, I'm 43, and I know that nothing but Dick Bremer. Reading between the lines, is it fair to say that Dick Bremer, though he said the right thing in the press release, that he was pushed out the door and exited before he was ready to retire as the TV voice? Well, I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that. What, what would lead you to think that? Again, it's reading between some lines there. That's... The way that I read it, he was talking about, you know, hitting that certain number threshold, and that wouldn't be fair to me. I don't know. It's just something. The rumblings are out there. You're not hearing anything like that, PA? No, no. I mean, you know, I texted Dick, and I put a tweet out about it. I mean, I just have the ultimate respect for Mm -hmm. anybody who's able to run a career in a game like this, in a business like this, as long as he did. And, you know, the thing is, is when, when you would hear Dick Bramer on a nondescript late July day, 
you know exactly what was happening. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, to be distinct while being yourself and being unique while being yourself, that, that's what Bramer accomplished, and that's what you need in a game like this to find a way to stand out. So he's, he's broadcasting immortality. He's a fantastic play-by-play voice with that baritone voice, yep. and, um, and I certainly hope he has a, a wonderful retirement. P.A., good stuff, my friend. Thanks for doing this. We'll uh, reach out to you in December. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours in advance of that. Thank you, Paul Allen. Hey, man. God bless you guys. Thanks a lot for having me on, and uh, bless your listeners, too, for taking time to listen. Bye-bye. Take care. Good to talk to you. Paul Allen, voice of the uh, Minnesota Vikings. So the Bremer stuff kind of something you don't like. You smell. You smell a rat, don't you? I do. And, you know, the, the Bremer thing... Starting, he was over in Cedar Rapids. That's where his career started yeah, before he went yeah. back home. Mm-hmm. He was on WMT. It was him and Gonder, of course. Ron Gonder mm-hmm. did all the football we've talked about in the past. At my household and my family, we were WMT people, not WHO, because my grandpa didn't know what Zabel was talking about half the time. It pissed <laughs> him off. Yeah, so we, we listened to Ron Gonder <laughs> all the time. And for basketball, during those couple of years as a youngster, this was George Raveling years, it was Dick Bremer that was calling the basketball games on WMT. Oh, what a blast from the past. Dick Bremer, though, it's going to be different, no doubt. And selfishly, I kind of hope it is Corey Provis, just because he's become kind of part you know, of the rotation and mm-hmm. in the vehicle and whatever. I really like him as a broadcaster, too. But uh, I haven't heard weird. enough of him to, to pass judgment. Yeah. Because uh, I don't listen to much radio of, of the twins. So, uh, anyways, it's uh, twelve thirty. It's time for another keyword. We can do that right now. Let's claim some nil money. Head to kxno.com right now. The keyword is win win at kxno.com. Your chance to win one thousand dollars. Win at kxno.com. We'll be back. Uh, more Miller and Condon coming up next. Well, don't we want to try to get some con- contestants in? here? I think that's a good idea. Let's okay, do it. Yes. First four of you right now at five one five two. 5966 Let's play for the chicken coop. We'll tell you about the chicken coop. We can tell you that the winner's going to get a $50 certificate. The runner-up gets $20 in wings. If you have not played in the last 30 days, well, now's your opportunity. 515-284-5966. Chicken coop giveaway next. Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. It's Skeffington's Com. You may know Exile Brewing Company, for I was number one lager, Ruthie. Exile Brewing Company also brings you Swarm Golden Ale, where 20% of the revenue is donated to the Iowa Swarm Collective, helping Iowa student-athletes. And the Swarm Collective compete in today's college environment. 20% of the revenue from sales of Swarm Golden Ale goes back to the Swarm Collective and to Hawkeye student-athletes. Exile Brewing Company. Enjoy. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roofing. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you 
to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renters Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renters Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to RentersWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528-44. for details. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. The Chicken Coop, of which there are three locations in central Iowa, Oral Labor Road in Ankeny, just south of the DMAC campus in Urbandale, 12, 725 Meredith Drive in Urbandale. And in West Des Moines, they are at 5900 and change Ashworth. 60th and Ashworth. 60th and Ashworth. The original Legends was there for a very long time. It was there for a long time. That is the location, and that is the location closest to me. That's where I like to stop on by for a little lunch, a little dinner. A little gambling great- conversation with no. the bartender. Yeah, time or two. That happens, too. Yeah, we we talk a lot of gambling also when we go in there. Dave's a great guy. Yep. He the is. owner of all three locations of the Chicken Coop. Great wings. And, well, second place, you get 20 wings. That's good. Yes, it is. First place, you get a $50 gift certificate. Spend or as you will. Whatever you want. But get the wings. Yeah. Or at great. least with some of your $50, you'll be <laughs> glad that you did. And you're right about Dave. Big fan of Dave. He's been with us in Vegas, our Vegas trips the uh, last couple of years. So good stuff. Uh, Brian, Jason, Randy, and Dylan. The tiebreaker. Deacon Hill passing yards. <laughs> I love that one. Deacon Hill passing yard. Will Dylan, who goes last, take one? <laughs> Unless somebody already has it. Do you think somebody will take it? Uh, hello, Brian. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, gentlemen. Good to hear from you. Rutgers and Iowa. Pick them. Oh, God. Uh, I think I'm going to take Rutgers. Okay. Iowa State is a seven and a half point favorite at BYU. Um, Cyclone. Bears tonight, a three and a half point favorite over Carolina. Bears. New Orleans is on the road at Minnesota and they're favored by two and a half. At Minnesota. Here's the. I'm going to take New Orleans. I'm going to take New Orleans. Taking New Orleans. Yep, you got it. Tiebreaker. Deacon Hill passing yards closest without going over. Forty-five. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. You have a good day. Yeah, appreciate it. That's not fair to Deacon that we did this. <laughs> oh, the 40? comedy writes itself. Ah, let's get Jason in here. Hello, Jason. How are you? Not too bad, guys. How you guys doing? Good. Iowa or Rutgers? Um, give me the Hawks. Iowa State seven and a half at BYU. I'll take BYU. Bears three and a half tonight to Carolina. Uh, give me Carolina. Saints are a road favorite two and a half at Minnesota. Uh, I'll take Minnesota. Deacon Hill total passing yards closest without going over is the tiebreaker. 
Oh, man. Give me uh, 120. 120 it is. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Uh, Randy's with Miller and Condon. Hi, Randy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, thank you. Iowa or Rutgers? Uh, Iowa. Iowa State, 7.5 at BYU. Oh, points from BYU. Bears, 3.5 to Carolina. Bears. Saints are a 2.5 point favorite over Minnesota. Cut out there. Yep, one more time. It's at Minnesota, right? It is, yes. Uh, I'll take Minnesota. All right. Tiebreaker, Deacon Hill. Total passing yards closest without going over. Cut out again. One more time. 98. 98. Thank you, Randy. You have a good weekend. Appreciate it. Uh, And Dylan brings Claxons to a close. Hello, Dylan. Hey, how's it going? Good. Iowa or Rutgers? Iowa. Iowa State, 7.5 at BYU. I'll take BYU. Bears, 3.5 over Carolina. Give me Carolina. The Saints are in Minnesota. They they are 2.5-point favorite. We'll take the Vikings. And tiebreakers, Deacon Hill passing yards closest without going over. 87. Thank you, Dylan. Appreciate it. Thank you. Good to hear from you. Thank you to Chicken Coop. Do we have a consensus BYU? We do not. No. Uh, Brian took Iowa State Did to he? kick things off. Hey. No consensus this week as we have differences across the board, mm-hmm. which is, well, it's a money-making endeavor when you fade our public. <laughs> yep. Throughout the years, I think it's now up to 11 of the last 13 times we've had that going back Is to the summer. That right. That we've had a consensus that the consensus has been wrong. Hmm. You like Rutgers a little bit? I do. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has to end at some point, right? This is the best team that they're going to face over the last I, two months of the season. Right. Yes, I agree with you. This is going to be the best team that they face. Mm-hmm. This, this team is, Rutgers is a lot better than Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rutgers is a lot better than Northwestern and yes. Illinois and Nebraska. Yep. Rutgers is the most talented team that they will face, and you just can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> Brian scared everyone away when he guessed 45, the first one out. Nobody wanted to go lower, but that's where we are. Yeah, I'm definitely, I have that feeling the Rutgers is going to get this one. It's going to crater. How about this? Over, under, passes from somebody other the than Deacon, Deacon Hill. Hill? Do you want me to set the number? Do you want me to? I'll go. I'll take. I said a half. I'll take the under. You'll still take the under. I'll still take the under. Because you got Cooper DeGene in the Wildcat. Yeah. Plus, if this thing goes poorly again. Well, that's true, too. You got Cooper DeGene in the Wildcat. Is this going to be the week he puts it in the air? That's what you're going to need it. Yeah. yeah. So they've beaten Northwestern Rutgers. Mm -hmm. Uh, They lost to Michigan. They didn't get blown out. Nope. Uh, they lost to Wisconsin by a couple of touchdowns, beat Michigan State by a field goal, beat Indiana by a couple of touchdowns, and lost to the Buckeyes after being up at halftime. They've got Penn State on the road next week and finish at home to Maryland, Rutgers does, before their season comes to an end. They are already bowl eligible. Uh, I agree. It's the most difficult test they've got. Eh, maybe not. I don't know. Are we, are we being unfair no. no, because Nebraska's Nebraska. so limited. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're 100% yeah. right. You're 100% right. It, the Iowa-Nebraska handicap is who screws up. Because mm-hmm. it's just going to be a punt fest back and forth mm-hmm. unless somebody puts it on the on the turf, fumble, interception. Yep. You don't screw it up. That thing might be scoreless going into overtime. Here's the thing, though. You know what? Deacon Hill could actually throw for more yards in this game because Rutgers doesn't chuck the ball all over the field. <laughs> he would be the one that had the most passing that, yards. That might the be. Because you'd still probably make, what, Wimsad Minus 150 favor, something like that. Deacon yeah. plus 130. 
There, uh, there was an offshore that came up with a bunch of props for, for this, this game. Are you kidding me? Yo, a ton of them. Let me see if I can find it through my email. I got this. Uh, college football odds and ends. Here we go. <laughs> props. Will there be a scoreless quarter? Yes. yes. Minus two fifty. You got to lay. Jesus. The no plus one seventy. Will it be scoreless at halftime, as Ooh. it was a week ago? I don't think so, but that's an interesting one. What's the number? The, uh, the yes is plus two fifty. You got to yep. lay minus four hundred if you want to take the no. Will it be zero zero going into overtime? No, no. What's a huge number? Twenty to one. Yep. you can get that one. Will one team be shut out? I kind of was intrigued by this one. Will one team have a goose egg by the time we get through with this slog? <laughs> Only plus 550, though. <laughs> Wanted it to be a little bit higher. Uh, let's see. Oh, here And here's some cross-sport ones. Giannis points on Saturday. Or total points, Iowa Rutgers. Giannis, a minus 180 favorite. And another cross-sport. Same thing with Jason Tatum that they have there. 1245 Trends Plays of the Day next. Uh, Circus Sports sponsor, those Miller and Condon. Can tell you again, uh, the keyword this hour was uh, win. Win at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. Murph and Annie are coming up in 15 minutes. The drive with Heather and Sean from 3 until 6. Trends Plays next. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.9. Man, our equipment is just dirty. Well, you need to call Washer Systems of Iowa. Dang, man, I'm freezing. We need some heat in here. Washer Systems of Iowa's got heaters. This floor is a mess. Washer Systems of Iowa is Central Iowa's commercial cleaning equipment experts. Featuring Mighty M pressure washers, factory cat floor scrubbers, and Energy Logic waste oil furnaces. All the equipment that you'll need to keep your equipment clean and your shop nice and warm. Stop by the showroom at 6. 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, an exclusive dealer of Mighty M commercial cleaning equipment. Online at 29. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800- Heather sent you in. The Neighborhood Tavern at 1350th Street in West Des Moines is under new ownership. And it's now Bevy's Tavern. It's a great place to unwind. After a long day, catch up with friends, catch a ball game over delicious drinks and tasty bites. Come eat, come sip, and come socialize. Bevy's Tavern with new ownership at 1350th Street, just off 235 in West Des Moines. Trent's Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Final couple of minutes of our Thursday. Still plenty of local programming throughout the afternoon with Murph and Andy and then right into the drive. Trent's Plays of the Day, Circus Sports sponsor, NBA college hoops men and women. I think you might have a play on that game. We'll find out momentarily. A little NFL, you're NFL squad is on the field tonight, a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Carolina. If I had to make a play, it'd be Carolina. I know how Would you take the points? I, I just, you can't lay more in the field goal with this Bears team. Mm. 
I that's where I would be, but I couldn't get Where's there. Where's their fan base when they see what CJ Stroud is doing? Yeah, that's got to be apoplectic, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Um anyways, we will see how that works out. I'm I'm not giving up on Young. He's too good of a player. Yeah, I'm with you too. All right, make some plays, Trent Condon. All right, we're going to do four. Uh one of our listeners Chad passed this along though. This would be a fun prop bet for Iowa this weekend. Prop bet. Yeah. Iowa women's team score tonight against Virginia Tech versus Iowa's total passing yard Saturday. Good one. Wish we would have thought of it. I would have taken the women. Uh, the women, I think. I That's pretty good. That's pretty close. Yeah. There might be, you have to might maybe put a point spread what on there. What if we get here on Monday, we're talking about Deacon Hill chucking right around for 300 plus. What? Have you? It's not 830. What are you no, smoking over there? No, no, I didn't mean the entire month of November. Oh, right. Yeah, that, that's another way. All right, we got four plays, and uh, one of them is the Iowa game. Shop around. Circle will tell you this. At DraftKings, you can get Virginia Tech plus three and a half. Mm-hmm. I will take that as opposed to Iowa on the other side at Circa, where the number is two back the other way. Shop around for that one, and I'll be doing that. And then three plays in men's hoops. James Madison, after that win, they go to Kent State, who's pretty good, one of the favorites in the MAC this year. I'm going to lay it with the Golden Flashes. Minus three against James Madison after that big win, of course, against Michigan State earlier in the week. Here's a dog, Utah Valley. They lost their coach, Mark Madsen, who's now a Cal. They're not very good. They lost a ton. Basically, their whole team gutted after his departure. Take Sam Houston State minus the eight and wrap it up. We talked about it at the top. Little Ricky Patino mm. and his Lobos going to St. Mary's. Lobos plus six and a half. All right, good stuff. That will bring our program to a close for a Thursday. And we certainly appreciate you being here with us for part of it or hopefully all of it. If you missed any of it, including the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, you can find it on the podcast. Murph and Andy next. The drive from three to six, of course, every single day starts locally with the morning rush at six o'clock. We're Miller and Condon weekdays, 11 to one on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.